everyone, and welcome to our first Houndcast of October. We're so excited to have you all with us today. I'm Amanda Manza, your Director of Alumni and Parent Engagement. I've got Justin here, our Assistant Director. How are you today, Justin? Good, Amanda. How are you? Hello, everyone. Oh, thanks. Awesome. I'm so excited for our special guest today. We have Claire Kowalczyk with us, who is the editor of the Moravian Magazine. So that nice beautiful magazine that you guys get like three four times a year you open it up read all the stories cover to cover that's what we always tell claire it's always cover to cover um, but it's such a great magazine and we're so excited to have claire here today claire how are you i'm well amanda and thank you for inviting me i'm always thrilled to talk about the moravian college magazine so it is fun. such a fun. It's always fun, I think, when you're kind of in the creation process and you'll be like, hey, Amanda, this is what we're thinking. This is what we're doing. And each one, I'm always like, oh, that one's better than the last one. And this, <laughs> this one's even better. So it's good. good. That's what I like to hear. Awesome. Well, Claire, for all of our viewers, can you give them a little bit of information on kind of what your role really is at Moravian? What does it mean to be the editor of the magazine? Do you only do the magazine? Do you do other things? What does that kind of look like for you? Yeah. So I, I primarily do, the magazine is my primary responsibility. And um, I do a little bit of everything with the magazine. I do planning. I come up with lineups. I um, do some writing. I sign stories. I gather photography. I work with alumni engagement and development, of course, on all of this, as well as my own marketing team. Um, work with the designer and the copy editor. I also am the editor of Inside Moravian, which is the regular newsletter that comes out um, a couple times a month. And there is a special edition of Inside Moravian called Our Community, which focuses on small Q and A's with different members of our community, faculty, students, um, partners, et cetera. And um, then I just pitch in wherever. I usually read and edit like the Vespers program or the commencement program, any kind of event program pieces and wherever anybody needs another editorial eye. Awesome, very cool. Now, since your time at Moravian, have you changed the magazine in any way? Like what have you done to kind of make it this is Claire's version of the Moravian magazine. magazine. So, so when I came to Moravian, I reflected on my experience of reading my own alumni magazine, which means I never read my own alumni magazine. It would come in the mail. I would look at class notes. I would review the class notes of the students, you know, who of the years of the students I might know, and then I would toss it aside. I never read it. So my first goal when I came to Moravian was to make a magazine that would engage people and draw people in and make them want to read it. So um, I, that meant working at, at redesigning the magazine. Mm -hmm. And I hired a designer whom I'd worked with before, freelance designer from New York City, who's you know, worked in marketing materials for the New York Times and she's won awards and her work is fresh and really interesting. So we got together and we talked about the magazine. And um, to make it something that was engaging, we wanted to infuse it with lots of energy. And um, so she started with a color palette that actually has blue and gray. You may not notice, but every headline of every department has gray in, in the headline type. Um, and then we developed a color palette beyond that that is vibrant and energetic. But um, we also wanted to sort of 
bring in a lot of small snippets of interesting copy. Um, and as an example, I'll talk about the timeline, which is an, a very fun element of the magazine. Each issue, we focus on one particular gear, and the timeline kind of runs at the bottom of the pages throughout the magazine. Um, it always includes a Moravian moment in it. And um, <clears throat> with the features, what we've done is keep them not too long, use photography, use graphic elements, sidebars. We, you know, use, we, we let it let them breathe with some air. So there's some space between the paragraphs and all of this is meant to have pieces of the magazine as you're flipping through, sort of jump off the page and leap out and grab you and bring you in. And so when I hear people say, and I have heard this, I'm not making this up, when I hear people say, I have read the magazine from cover to cover, it just makes my day because I have achieved that particular goal. Yeah. The other thing that we talked about is um, infusing a little bit more history regularly into the magazine because of course, you know, Moravian has witnessed 278 years of history. So, you know, it's an important component of the college's heritage. So that was part of the impetus behind the timeline where, you know, we also highlight these Moravian moments. And more recently, what we've done is we've taken the Moravian moment and we've expanded it to a larger piece in the front of the magazine. Our copy editor, Nancy Rutman, is a Moravian alum and she is also a history buff. So she does all of that copy and she does the timelines. And I learn something every issue, which makes me so happy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, lastly, this, this isn't really my magazine, although I oftentimes, <laughs> you know, I love it. It's like my baby and I think of it as my magazine, but it is your magazine. It's everyone's magazine. So when I came to the college, I made a point to sit down with Brian Grigsby and talk to him about his vision for the magazine. And one of the points he made that has always stuck with me is that the magazine should remind us all why we are so proud to be at Moravian College. So while you know the magazine is always sharing the great things that are happening on campus and the initiatives and the new buildings, the Sally, the Rehab Sciences Center, um, I've also done a lot of work bringing in the stories of our remarkable alumni because I think we are very proud of an institution that has seen so many terrific people come through it. Yeah. Well, I think you've definitely hit all your goals from when you came in, because I think it is. The magazine has kind of just like pop and come to life in the last few years since you've mm -hmm. been here, Claire, and it's really just kind of, you know, it's fun to look through it. I always like when it arrives in the mailbox, or I get, sometimes I get like the insider's first-hand copy before it gets to everybody else. Right, which you do. <laughs> Sometimes I get that, and I really like that, getting to see it before it heads out to everybody. Well, and, you know, I've been in publishing for a, a long time. I had a long career in publishing prior to my coming to Moravian, and so, you know, I find that now my one of my goals is I want to delight myself, and if I can delight myself, then I feel like there's some delight for the reader as well. I think you're doing it. I think you're doing a great job. And we often get, Justin and I get comments all the time, you know, people will be like, oh, I got the magazine. This one was really great. Or I really liked this story or that story. So mm -hmm. I think you, yeah. you definitely have achieved all the goals. And I know you continue, will continue to, which 
whatever new fun things you bring to the magazine. Absolutely. Thanks, Claire, for, you know, kind of sharing a little bit about your role and, and kind of how you've created several enhancements since the time um, that you've been here at the college. Can you talk to us a little bit about some of the unique stories you had the pleasure of, um, you know, editing and, and working with alumni? Right. So how much time do you have? <laughs> okay, there we go. It's true. Honestly, I do love all of the stories. I mean, I have said to Amanda and others that I have like the best job on campus because I really enjoy people and I enjoy people's stories. Um, so, um, but some of the more memorable ones, uh, we did a story, I believe it was last spring with Patrice Pluto. Now Patrice Pluto was a biology major here at Moravian College. And her first job upon leaving the school upon graduating was with was in manufacturing for um, Kraft, which was a had a local plant here. And she found that she really, really loved manufacturing. So she was hired by PepsiCo. PepsiCo, there was a job at Pepsi for a managing supervisor at their plant, their beverage plant in New York City. And she took that job. She was the very first woman to be a supervisor on Pepsi's manufacturing plant. And um, this was more than 30 years ago. So, you know, you can imagine this woman <laughs> walks onto the floor of the plant, right? She's in a dress and there are just men everywhere. And she's like, you know, encountering cat calls and there's like pornography on the walls and all of this stuff but she is not at all deterred. She's not afraid. And she has this sort of natural management and leadership skill. And over time, she engenders the respect and the trust of all of those men. Um, it's, it's really a remarkable story, I think, to, you know, to enter a room where nobody looks like you. <laughs> Everybody is very different from you. And to um, approach that situa situation with, with grace and leadership. Um, she is still there today, 30 years later. She is um, Director of Operations for PepsiCo North America. And, um, you know, she's just an absolutely lovely woman. So that's one story that I really love. Um, I would remember that issue too, Claire. Sam, I remember oh. that issue too, because uh, the photo, I think she was on the front cover, wasn't she? Yes, she was. And it had the big Pepsi sign behind it and it like popped so bright mm -hmm. off that, that magazine, the coloring on it was really cool. So yes, that shoot was very, very fun to get yeah, to do. Yeah, I really enjoyed that. Um, Jonathan Latiano is an, another story that um, has stood out to me. Jonathan was, he had, maybe he still has a learning disability. So when he was in high school, his parents, his family didn't encourage him to go to college. So he went to some sort of technical school, but it wasn't working for him. So he arranged a meeting with Erica Mondock, who um, um, handles transfer students here at Moravian. He hadn't taken his SATs because he never intended to go to college, but she sat with him and um, looked through you know, his transcripts and saw that he was a very bright young man and brought him to Moravian. And Jonathan Latiano is really a leading sculptor doing installation sculptures and has had several works commissioned including one at um, 
the Facebook headquarters in Washington, D.C. Wow. And today, yeah, yeah, it's pretty, he's a pretty impressive guy. Another wonderful alum, and his work is so interesting. It's, it, um, he sort of is really interested in, in physics and physics kinds of concepts, and so you see that reflected in the work that he does. And Jonathan today is heading the art department at Merrimack in Massachusetts. So that was another um, really wonderful story. Um, let's see, who else? Fred Rooney. Fred Rooney, uh, he came to Moravian and he will tell you that um, he spent his first two years, he was the consummate frat and party boy. <laughs> <laughs> and then in his junior year, he went to Bogota, Colombia to study in a study abroad program. And that's where he um, was sort of, it was eye, an eye-opening experience for him to see so much poverty and inequality. And that really turned his head around. So he comes back to Moravian really affected by this experience and has some courses with then political science professor Gary Olson. And, and Fred gets really serious and interested in wanting to serve um, communities that are underserved. So he goes to law school and he develops a practice and um, finds that it's, you know, he doesn't really know anything about how to create a law practice that will serve the underserved. So um, he, he figures it all out, right? And, and since then, Fred, um, he's like a rock star on the international scene when it comes to setting up these legal incubators around the world to teach other young lawyers how to set up their practices to, you know, to serve people who are, are underserved. So his story is, and he's still doing this. Look at he's, he's been all over the world. He travels constantly working with lawyers to, to help um, in areas where there's a, a lot of poverty and inequality. So his was inspiring. Of course, see, see I can go on and on forever. <laughs> I, I really won't go on and on forever, but I do have to acknowledge how, what a joy it was to do this, this most recent summer issue that celebrated the class of 2020. Um, you know, I was, when, when the pandemic hit and, and the college had to close down in the middle of March, and I recognized that, you know, certain key um, events were not going to happen. The uh, Outstanding Student Awards Ceremony, the Senior um, Design and Art Thesis Show, it made me very sad. And so I thought, well, you know what, let's just bring it to the world through the magazine. It's not the same, but it's something. So, so then the entire issue re revolved around the class of 2020. And um, I was very, very happy. That meant a lot to me to be able to, to do that. But I have to tell you, the story that most affected me and I don't write all of the stories in the magazine, but I, I do um, have opportunity to write some of them. And I sat with um, Karan Walker, who's a fairly recent grad. And um, his story just had such an impact on me. He grew up 
in Asbury Park in a very, very poor section of Asbury Park. His parents were addicted to drugs. They lived off of social services. And, um, you know, he had, you know, his parents, you know, sometimes his father was there, sometimes his father wasn't there. And I think the thing that he said to me that really deeply touched me was when I asked him about what that was like. And he said, in this very matter of fact way, he says, well, you know, that's, that's the way it was. That was normal. Everybody around him in his neighborhood, they were all in that same situation. And that just sends chills down my spine even today to think that, you know, this could be just the norm, right? You know, this is, you know, this is what I live with. Um, but he had little glimpses. He had spent some time with an aunt and her family who lived in a better town. And he got some glimpse of something that was a little different. But Moravian reached out to him through the athletic department. And um, he came to Moravian College. And he had such, it was such a remarkable transformation to him um, for him when he came here and, um, you know, he came here interested in sports and socializing. And then he saw more and more the importance of academics and preparing for a career. And, um, and now he works at the Federal Reserve in Philadelphia, but um, I'll never forget that conversation. That was a great arc learning. I know, you know, know Karan as a, as a new recent yeah. alum and um, he's such a great guy. And, spent a lot of time between the alumni and the development office. So we kind of all know him over here mm -hmm. and it's mm -hmm. just, he is, he's such a great guy. And then, and I didn't know that story. So then to get that magazine and, and read that piece where I was like, Oh my goodness. Like I never would have guessed knowing Quran, knowing the yeah. way, but you know, yeah. that it wasn't something that I would have yeah. thought, you know? Yeah. He's so polished and so professional and, you know, and I remember him saying too in that interview that um, while he was here at the college, there were some students who were with a fraternity from Lehigh who had to, had come. Um, it was a um, a fraternity for African American men, and they had come to campus. And he said, you know, wow, I had never seen black men wearing suits before. You know, mm -hmm. and so he had all of these remarkable eye-opening experiences here that just really changed that man's life when you think mm -hmm. of what it could have been had he never come here that's yeah. it's really yeah. it really is claire i don't know how you did that well and just picking you know four or five whatever you get <laughs> i know i know believe me you know <laughs> there are more I, I could go on about my favorites there's you know, I loved Bill Schnanninger's story. You know, um, oh my gosh, Janine Jager, MacArthur Award winner. <laughs> Frank Rauscher, who's, you know, doing this amazing cancer research in Philadelphia. It just, it just really goes on and on. And, you know, it means, I, that's what I love so much really about this job is that is this discovery of these wonderful stories and then to have this opportunity to share it with everybody else. And I think this, you know, going back to Brian's point, you know, I, I, they're inspiring 
and I think they do make us so proud of this community that has really the Moravian College experience that has really transformed all of these lives and and brought them to where they are today. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's good stuff. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And, and I think one thing that was synonymous, you know, with all of your stories, the story about Patrice shattering that, that glass ceiling with her leadership role and with Fred and, and with Karan's story, all of them were synonymous with taking the opportunities that Moravian had given them right. throughout their undergraduate experience and, you know, growing those experiences and be able to, you know, something that the college can look back on and, you know, mm -hmm. be proud of. Um, their accomplishments. So mm -hmm. can you tell us a little bit about coming stories in, in the fall magazine? Can you, can you kind of give us a little sneak preview a little of, of some of the stories? A little teaser. So the theme of the fall issue is big reveal. Uh, should we, like, drum roll here? Like <laughs> <laughs> oh, big reveal. Heroes in the time of COVID. So um, and we have so many heroes in the time of COVID. So um, the, the, the majority of the magazine, what we call the feature well, the heart of the magazine will be all these stories of, you know, alumni, some students, some faculty, people who have really, you know, um, come forth and done some remarkable, remarkable work under the pandemic. So we have several features, for example, of educators, people who are teaching now during the pandemic, nurses who have um, worked with COVID patients. We have scientists who are in the lab working on um, COVID testing and there, I am soon going to speak to an alum who's working on a special COVID project that I don't even know about yet. Oh, <laughs> so, yes, yes. Um, there's a psychologist who will talk about, you know, mental health issues during the pandemic and how he has been able to help people. Um, we have a story with Jeffrey Roche who has been appointed to a national task force to address issues relating to um, healthcare and, and inequality in minority groups and marginalized populations. Um, we've kind of like hit, you know, the whole group of people who are who are out there really really doing their best during this time which that's great and i mean along with the time it's appropriate and i think that most of our alums enjoyed the summer edition on the class of 2020 you know because mm -hmm. this this was a class that had lost so much um in their mm -hmm. last semester so mm -hmm. i think that's going to be a really exciting edition for the fall yeah it'll it'll be interesting and then looking ahead, I don't have anything for summer. So if anybody has some ideas, just send them my way. I mean, not summer. I take that back. Summer I have a, is kind of set, hopefully. Spring, the spring issue. If you've got some ideas, send them my way. I'm open to Claire, advice anyone. <laughs> but so, so the interesting thing is um, the summer 2020 issue was going to be themed around Olympics because we have two alumna who participated in the Olympics. And so, okay, you know, yeah, I was really excited about that. We actually have two of the stories already, you know, in, in my folders waiting to be um, published. But then of course, um, 
yeah, the Olympics, Olympics have been postponed. So I'm crossing my fingers that they will happen in the summer of 2021 um, so I can, can uh, revisit that particular issue, uh, which we may do if, regardless of whether the Olympics gets postponed. But um, I think that it will not just to talk about Olympians per se, but also to address um, you know, athletics and the student athlete and, and, you know, going back to the summer 2020 issue, we included several small little pieces about some of our student athletes and they're just like amazing, you know, I mean, what's so wonderful about athletics at Moravian College is that it builds, it's a holistic program, right? So it is not just the athlete, it is, it is truly a student athlete and um, and there is so many benefits and to sport, and it is itself sort of a very beautiful, beautiful thing. So, Claire, you bring up a kind of a good point too. That if you know, there's alums out there that say, "I have this really neat story. I've done something really cool, or I know a fellow greyhound who has done something really amazing." Are they able to send those into you? What does that look like? What's that process? Yes. So, okay. So now I can bring up a tricky peeve <laughs> of mine. Okay. I have really wanted to get a letters column going in the magazine and it hasn't really worked out too well, but I, there is an email that's called, um, MC magazine at moravian.edu. Okay. So you can always send an email there. I do check it regularly. Um, uh, that reminds me, there will be a piece in this upcoming issue, uh, a tribute to Dick Schantz, who of course was, oh, yeah. he and Monica were giants um, with regard to developing the music program here at Moravian. Yeah, so we'll have, so several people have reached out to me through that email to share their memories. Um, but yeah, I, um, any comments, any feedback, any story ideas, I, I welcome them. Or you can e email me at Kowalczyk, just look on the masthead, <laughs> Kowalczyk <laughs> at Moravian.edu. <laughs> I was like, it's not even worth it. <laughs> I'm not even going to spell it out for you. <laughs> look it up. We can find it. We can get it to you. <laughs> awesome. And if you want to write some letters to me about the magazine or about the college or, or you know, I'd be happy to... Um, to introduce a letters column in the magazine because I do think of the magazine as you know a community through paper right mm -hmm. is sure. what I what what I want is is that this is a place where alumni can connect with other alumni and with the college and that we all enter this magazine and feel a relationship right with each other with the college through all of these stories. So yeah, I would love to hear from anybody. Sure, awesome. Well, Claire, thank you so much for taking some time to chat with us today. We have sure. one more question for you before okay. we wrap up. And we ask this of all of our guests on mm -hmm. our Houndcast episodes. So what do you feel is the one special thing about Moravian that makes Moravian Moravian? It makes you want to stay and continue to be here and a part of the community day in and day out. Can it only be one thing? All right, you can have a <laughs> few, Claire, I guess. 
I guess we'll let you have a few. Okay. So I, I had to pick one thing, really. Okay, we'll get back to the one thing. It would have to be um, the transformative experience of a Moravian college education, right? And you can see that in all the stories, right? It's a transformative experience that, you know, shows a young woman she can walk into a room where, you know, everybody is different from her and she can, she can be very successful there. Um, it's a transformative experience that turns a party animal, Fred Rooney, into being somebody who's, um, you know, really helping the poor and the impoverished and people who don't have access to, easy access to justice. You know, it's an experience that supports a kid with a learning disability to um, follow his dream of becoming a great artist. And, you know, it's a transformative experience that lifts a kid out of poverty and helps him achieve success as a finance professional. Yeah. So I would have to say, you know, it's the community, it's the people, and it's the transformative experience that is um, most special to me. Yeah. And then I get to share all of that in the magazine, so. You do. You get kind of a neat a unique perspective of campus and the community and everything because of that. I think, you know, yeah. you're kind of, you're in a neat spot getting to meet so many people and talk to so many and write these stories mm -hmm. and, and really share that out. So awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you, Claire, so much for joining us today. We really appreciate it. And I know all our viewers are going to love listening to this and kind of hearing that insider scoop on how that magazine comes together. Um, the next issue, like you said, is the COVID issue and it will yes. be out shortly-ish, it's the beginning of October. No, you know, the, pan the pandemic has thrown a wrench into everything. <laughs> so um, it will be out, it ships the beginning of December. So you'll get oh, it in, in December. It's right. my Christmas present to everyone. Oh, that's so nice. <laughs> I like that, we like hearing that. <laughs> Good. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Claire, for joining us. And to all our viewers, thanks for tuning in for another episode. Our next episode is gonna be a little bit different than usual. So instead of just two episodes in the month of October, we are going to be doing a special series leading up to homecoming on October 24th with some mini episodes with some of our alums who are celebrating reunion years. So look out for a little bit more information on that. They'll be coming out the week leading up to October 24th. And if you haven't already, make sure you get your registration in for all of our homecoming celebrations that are happening on that day. We'll see you all soon. Bye. Bye, Bye everyone. <laughs>